Welcome to Your Classical's Rhapsody in Black from APM, where we turn up the voices of Black artists in the world of classical music. I'm Vernon Neal. Undisputed masterpieces are a rare thing in any art. But make no mistake, John Coltrane's A Love Supreme is just that. In 1964, tenor sax John Coltrane would emerge from Van Gelder Studios in Englewood Cliffs, New Jersey, with his magnus opus, A Love Supreme. It has become his most beloved and revered work. Leading a quartet featuring pianist McCoy Tyner, bassist Jimmy Garrison, and drummer Elvin Jones, the entire opus was recorded in one session. It would be released in January 1965 on Impulse Records. To everyone's surprise, it quickly became one of his best-selling records and was critically hailed. Like many of the best musical statements, A Love Supreme is nearly impossible to categorize. The most obvious comparison in classical music might be a jazz mass. But mass implies a religious affiliation that is absent from Love Supreme. Unlike most jazz, it's not too improvisational. Almost everything is written down and very concise. Coltrane wanted to express the bliss and power of his own newfound spiritual life. His struggle with addictions and faithlessness had been conquered with his new love and personal reckoning with his higher power. Purity and gratitude were at the front of what he hoped to say. He spoke little about his technique and even less about his spiritual intent. Coltrane's home in Dix Hills, Long Island, may have inspired the album. Connections could also be made to Hinduism, Tao, Indian and Eastern culture, and the Black Gospel. The suite is in four parts. Acknowledgement, Resolution, Pursuance, and Psalm. Coltrane plays tenor saxophone on all parts. But the magic of Love Supreme is that you can play excerpts of it without losing much of its potency. Take the fourth movement, Psalm. Coltrane performs what he calls a musical narration. Someone later coined the term wordless recitation. Some scholars have suggested that this performance is an homage to the sermons of black preachers. But the piece is not entirely wordless. The title itself is repeated like a murmured chant in the first movement, Acknowledgement. Many people have said they remember this above all on first hearing. Call it non-denominational, pan-spiritual, sacred, or secular. 
you'd be right on all counts. That's why A Love Supreme has remained a classic and it's a growing influence on musicians everywhere. This is Rhapsody in Black from APM, with thanks to technical director Michael Osborne and assistance from Julia Macher, Andrea Blaine, Kevin O'Connor, and Scott Blankenship. You can hear more on yourclassical.org. I'm Vernon Neal.